Welcome to a new episode of English Vocabulary Booster. My name is Lara and I'm a SALSA certified English teacher. Learning new vocabulary usually takes a long time, but we'll do it in a way that's easy, quick, and efficient. In every episode, we'll learn how to use five new English words or expressions so that you too can start speaking like a native. So let's get learning! Hey you guys, how are you? So, um, remember when, I think um, in the last episode I mentioned that it was finally getting warmer and summer was approaching? Um, Well, that might have not been the case. Um, It's been raining, it's been cold. I I just, I don't know uh, when this is going to get better, but hopefully soon. But the good news is that this makes me want to stay home a little bit more so um, I can work more as well. So yeah, I guess I'm just looking on the bright side. Anyway, let's listen to today's story. Today, we're going to talk about threats. Oh my God, what what happened to the floor? What? I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't care. Clean this up. No, that's disgusting. I don't want to clean it up. Have somebody else clean it up. Mary... Clean it up or else, or else what? You're going to tell my parents? I don't care. Go ahead. Mary, I already gave you an ultimatum the other day, remember? You need to listen to me and do what I tell you. It's my way or the highway, Mary, okay? I'm going to ask you one last time. Clean this up. I'll give it to the count of three. One... You can't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. Actually, Mary, I am your boss. You've been working at this restaurant for two months, and I'm going to fire you if you keep refusing to clean the floor. Ugh, fine, I'll clean it. I feel for this girl so much, and I'm going to explain to you why in a second. But first, let's take a look at expression number one, or else. Mary, clean it up, or else... If you tell someone or else, are you warning them that something good will happen to them if they do what they're told or that something bad will happen to them if they don't do what they're told? If you tell someone, hey, do this or else, uh, you're warning them that something bad will happen if they don't listen to you. Do you need to complete the sentence after saying or else? No, I love this expression because it's a threat, but you're not really saying what the threat is, you know? It's not like, oh, do this or else I'm going to get angry or or else uh, you're going to, um, I'm not going to allow you to do this. It's just like this vague threat of or else and you don't want to know what happens if you don't listen to me. So, no, you don't need to complete the sentence. I know it doesn't sound like a complete sentence, but in a way it is. You know, if a kid hears it, they know that they're being threatened and they don't know exactly what is going to happen to them if they don't listen, but they have this feeling that it's probably not going to be good. Have you ever threatened someone with the expression or else? I think, um, I don't think I have. Um, I mean, I haven't use this expression a lot. I don't have any kids, um, as you might know already. So um, the few times that I've had to threaten, so to say, obviously it wasn't really a threat, but you know what I'm saying. Um, Someone was when I was maybe babysitting someone. 
And But when I do make a threat, I like to be very specific and I want it to be um, sort of a lesson for them to learn. So I don't like to keep it vague. I usually tell them what will happen. So I'll usually complete the sentence. Hey, do this or else you don't get to eat. Okay. Okay. This sounds really bad. It's not like I'm depriving kids of food. I'm just thinking of like times when I uh, used to cook with the kids that I used to babysit. Um, and so if they would start to make a mess on purpose, they if they started to misbehave or something, then I would tell them something like, hey, like, don't do that. Be nice, be good, or else, you know, you're not going to have anything to eat afterwards. So it wasn't really a threat. It was more like a consequence, I guess, of them misbehaving. Expression number two, give someone an ultimatum. Mary, I already gave you an ultimatum the other day. Remember? If you give someone an ultimatum, are you giving them the last chance to do something or are you giving them unlimited opportunities to do something? If you give someone an ultimatum, that means that you're giving them the last chance to do something. Um, so you've been asking this person to do something over and over again. They won't listen to you, so you are you have decided to give them an ultimatum, one last chance. If they don't do that, then that's it. Um, you know, whatever that may mean. What happens after an ultimatum has been given? So um, after you've given someone an ultimatum, they have the option, they have two options basically. They can either do what you've told them to do or what you've asked them to do, or they can not listen to you. Um, and usually that entails some sort of negative consequence. Um, I don't know. I'm just thinking like maybe a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Um, I'm just saying that because I recently watched the show. Um, I think it's called The Ultimatum actually. It's a reality show. There were these couples and uh, basically in one of the two people in the in the couple um, had given an ultimatum to the other person. Um, and the reason why they had given an ultimatum is because they wanted to get married. So the ultimatum was either we get married or we break up, you know, so that was sort of the negative consequence. But an ultimatum can entail all sorts of bad consequences. Have you ever given someone an ultimatum? I don't like to give people ultimatums. I understand that you get to a point where, um, you know, it's just, you're so fed up, you're so frustrated that you want to sort of let them know that this is their last chance to make things right. And so you might give them an ultimatum, but I don't necessarily believe in ultimatums because I think if someone wants to make a change they're going to do it regardless of whether it's an ultimatum or not, or a simple request. You know, I'm just thinking, again, if you're in a relationship, you ask someone to do something, they should listen to you if they love you. I mean, you know, if if your request is reasonable, but um, it shouldn't be a threat, of, you know, an ultimatum what makes them change. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of ultimatums and I don't, think I've given any 
Um, the only one that I could think of actually is when I was with my ex and he had some like serious mental issues that he didn't want to deal with. Um, and I gave him an ultimatum and I told him, listen, either you start seeing a therapist or we break up. And we ended up breaking up because he didn't want to work on himself. Expression number three, it's my way or the highway. You need to listen to me and do what I tell you. It's my way or the highway, Mary, okay? Is the expression, it's my way or the highway, used to say the other person can do whatever they want or that they have to do what you tell them to do? The expression, it's my way or the highway, is used to say that the person that you're saying this to has to do what you tell them to do. They have to listen to you. There's no other option. There's no compromise. They can't say anything uh, to maybe find another solution. No, that is it. That is the only solution. That is the only possibility. So um, it's just a nice little phrase that, I mean, I'm not saying it's nice because it's not nice to tell someone, you know, it's my way or the highway, but um, it's often used, you know, by parents or people in authority in general. How would you respond to someone telling you it's my way or the highway? In all honesty, not really well. I don't like to be told what to do at all by anyone, literally anyone, whether it be my mom, my boyfriend, my boss even. I just, I don't like being told what to do. And so uh, having someone say to me, it's my way or the highway where there's not even you know, the remote possibility of finding a compromise or talking it out. I just, I would not react well to that at all. I'd probably be like, you know, well done. It's the highway for me and goodbye. See ya. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, not something that I would respond to very well. Expression number four, I'll give you to the count of three. Clean this up. I'll give you to the count of three. One, two, if you give someone to the count of three to do something, do you want them to start doing that something as soon as possible or only after you've counted to three? No, if you tell someone, hey, I'll give you to the count of three, and then you start counting, you want them to do whatever you're asking them to do as soon as possible, so immediately, because then if you don't do whatever they're asking you to do uh, before they've finished counting, that means that there's going to be consequences. Who uses this expression more often, parents or their children? It's obviously parents. Um, uh, it's very common, I think, if you don't want to, um, if you want to threaten the child, you want to sort of tell them that they can't keep doing what they're doing. They got to listen to you, but you want to give them a little bit of time to come to the realization that they have to do what you've asked them to do. I think um, uh, it's a good strategy. A lot of a lot of parents do it uh, where they go, okay, you know, I'm going to give you to the count of three, one, two, three, and then I'm going to throw away the toy or whatever, you know. So why would you tell someone I'll give you to the count of three? Again, I think it's a matter of um, allowing your child 
a, a, a second or three seconds in this case to uh, accept the fact that they need to stop doing what they're doing or they need to start doing something that you've asked them to do. Um, so yeah, I think it's okay to, you know, you can't just expect every time you uh, tell your child to do something that they will do it. You Sometimes it's okay to give them a bit more time to listen and, you know, give them three seconds to uh, be rebellious and then be like, okay, but now, now seriously, you got to listen to me. Expression number five, you're not the boss of me. You can't tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. If you tell someone you're not the boss of me, are you telling them they can tell you what to do or that they can't tell you what to do? If you tell someone, hey, you're not the boss of me, you're telling them that they cannot tell you what to do. Uh-uh, no way, absolutely not acceptable. Who is more likely to use this expression? Someone young and rebellious or someone older and mature? This is definitely a common expression among little kids um, and people that are not really mature or, you know, I guess even an adult that says it in a fun way. Um, but yeah, um, it's usually associated with kids that are acting up, that uh, are being told what to do and they don't want to do it. They might tell even their parents, hey, you're not the boss of me. You can't tell me what to do. Even though technically, I guess your parents are your bosses. I don't know. Um, have you ever said you're not the boss of me to someone? Oh, heck yeah. Uh, only like every day to my boyfriend. No, not every day because I think he's learned. But um, as I was telling you earlier, I just hate being told what to do. Um, and, you know, even if it's a little thing, I just want to be independent. I want to feel like I'm making my own choices. And um, there have been a few instances where like – my maybe I it was almost lunchtime and I would grab a bag of chips, which I know not a smart thing to do. And my boyfriend would get upset because he uh, maybe had plans to cook. He wanted to eat with me, and I get it. All right, I get it. Uh, but there have been times when he was like joking, half jokingly, I should say, he would grab the the bag of chips from my hand, and I would just get so mad. Um, and you know, one way or another, I would tell him, Hey, you're not the boss of me. Like if I want to eat a freaking a bag of chips and finish the whole thing before lunchtime, I can do it. You know, you're not the boss of me. I'm in control and I can do what I want. I understand this makes me sound like a terrible girlfriend. I promise you, I have some really good qualities as a girlfriend as well. Uh, yeah, I just don't like being told what to do. And that is it for today. And remember, if you want to access the transcript as well as lots of other resources, visit enboo.com. That is E-N-B-O-O-O dot -O -O com. Have a great day.